Mami, mami, ma. Ulwanda. Mama darling. Maminko. Mom. This is Mother Mine. Reflections on our mothers and how they've shaped us. 42. Lens. She was an abusive person. Yeah, she she used to hit all of us a lot. I mean, just as a context, uh, I'm the youngest of four girls. And yeah, I basically saw my mom straight up just like slapping, hitting all my other sisters. I was included, but I wasn't as bad. I mean, probably she was older, I guess, when she had me. It's not that crazy. It's not like she would just like not feed us for three days or something. It's nothing like that. It's nothing like you see in the movies, but she was like a Hitler of some sort. It's not that crazy, I know. But now that you're a grown up, you can say that it's not as crazy. But as a child, yeah, it was terrifying. It, it was scary. I was constantly like in a state of terror, I guess. Like one minute you'd be laughing with her and then the next minute she'd be like yelling for no reason. Maybe for a reason, for a very trivial reason, but she would just blow up like crazy. She wasn't as terrible to me as she was to the sister that was right before me. She was so terrible with my sister, but As an adult, like now in like my sibling group chat, I could recite exactly what happened to my other sisters and what trauma it gave me. But then they would say, oh my God, I don't even remember that happened to me. So yeah, I it was more like a secondhand trauma, I guess. I was not beaten to pulp. I only had bruises like once or twice. During my grandpa's, uh, it wasn't like a funeral. What do you call that? Rumah duka? So there's this Chinese thing where like you put the body in like a funeral home for like a couple of days, like extended period. But you get to choose for how long. But at a time, according to the feng shui and everything, yeah, we ended up uh, putting my grandpa in the funeral home for like almost two weeks. That was crazy long. I know, that was crazy long. And a lot of money too. But then my mom, she arranged this whole religious group of hers to come. It was a lot of people. And they carried like a big ass set of like sound systems. It was so loud. It was a big funeral home and everybody looked at our tent. Well, it was like a, you know, like a big tent situation. It's sort of like a carnival, but like for the dead. It was so crazy. I was so humiliated. And I know my entire family was too. Like we were all like, yo, what is happening? People literally, they walked out of their uh, private rooms because it was divided by rooms like room A, B, C for like this and so on and so on. Just to look at my grandpa's place. It was crazy. That was one of the big arguments, but obviously I wasn't going to make a scene. But yeah, I smoked chain for like a an hour or so in the parking lot because I really couldn't. I would scream. My grandpa knew how much of a d- 
she was like i used to say grandpa mom is like being her and he would be like yeah he knew he knew everything but again i know that as a child my mom probably didn't have that kind of uh, acknowledgement or like love or affection from my grandpa and i think till the day he died he didn't know that his daughter really needed that i'm such a up today because of her i'm pretty sure she is such a up because of her mom and dad too and i know that but is that it that is never the end of the story you can always make amends if you can't be good with your parents, it's okay. You can be good to other people. I was such an anxious kid. And... I had some... Eating disorder episodes. I wouldn't call it like actual disorder. I would just call it episodes. Crippling confidence issue. Uh also abandonment issue also daddy issue and it took me years to like even acknowledge oh yeah i think i am that i am like that but also doing something about it i guess i'm not that fucked up anymore because i can see oh well i can see the bigger picture now but it took me some time and during that time it was painful you don't like that you hate that and as a child you felt very helpless and i guess i'm still navigating the world but not with the lens of like very scared anxious child Thank you so much for listening to Mother Mine. I'd like to say a huge thank you to each and every one of the contributors to the Mother Mine project. I'd also like to thank all of the international producers who helped me recruit people to participate in Mother Mine. I could not have reached so many people in so many places without you. Thank you so much. In particular, I'd like to thank Sean and his team at In-Depth Creative in Jakarta, Indonesia, who connected me with the contributor for this episode. And finally, I'd like to say a heartfelt thank you to all of our wonderful and generous Kickstarter backers for their support of this project. You are the ones who have brought these stories to life, and I am so grateful. Thank you. Mother Mine is created by me, Katie Semro, and produced in conjunction with our mothers ourselves. Buenas noches, mi amor. Duerme bajo el rosal.